and welcome to the second episode of the Fantasy Lounge. Charlie is with you today alongside Jason. Jason, say hi to the fans. Uh, hello, everyone. 17 people watching. That is 16 more than I thought we would. Uh, that's a shout-out to my mom right there. She's always watching the episodes. So let's get into the Thursday night game. Uh, the Broncos ended up being victorious. Uh, rookie Rippin played decent. He had three interceptions, but his receivers were in the game. Tim Patrick had a phenomenal game, as well as Melvin Gordon, the running back, who if you heard in the Thursday, in the Wednesday episode, I told you you got to start Melvin Gordon. He ended up with 25 PPR points, a fantastic number for wherever you played him, whether that be running back or flex. So, Jason, what are, your, what are your comments on the Thursday night game? Do you think Jameson Crowder, who had a big game, or Tim Patrick, who had a big game, are worth picking up? Okay. So, first, I'd like to say, this might be the first time you ever were right on something. So, congratulations. You were right. Melvin Gordon was a good play this first week. Time I was right My takeaways of that what? game are pretty simple. Hold up. Hold up. If you what? Went, uh, for the uh, listeners out there, if you went to our Instagram, the.fantasylounge, uh, you would see that two weeks ago I predicted Josh Allen's 34-point performance. But you're right. That's the first thing I got right in a while. So carry on. Yep. So as I was saying, the only the takeaways I can see from that game are pretty simple. Adam Gates is a clown and should be fired. That is my takeaway from the game. That was a terror. I yes, it actually turned into a pretty high score matchup and a decent game. But those teams both suck, and Adam Gates should be fired. And you can make a case for Vic Vangio later on the year. I'm not firing Vangio yet, but Gates should be out of New York. Tomorrow. The best thing about Gase that game is he's calling timeouts with like 40 seconds left and their team's down by, what, nine games over and Adam Gase is just calling timeouts. It just shows his moronic football IQ. It's, he's a clown. It's, he it's is hard a clown. to watch. He's a disgrace to the sport. With all due respect. Just kidding. You're a disgrace. Um, hope you're watching, Adam Gaze. So let's move on to the news we got. Uh, just yesterday breaking that the Steelers and Titans game has been postponed. Uh, some schedule changes involving the Ravens, Steelers, and Titans have all been made. The Steelers and Titans will have their bye week this week, so you're not really missing out on a week in fantasy, but it's just a, a little earlier than you expected, right? So Yeah, I mean, they actually they, they, they dodged a bullet with it. The way it worked out, the Titans and the Steelers, their bye weeks actually almost aligned perfectly, so they were just able to have the Steelers have a bye this week and the Titans have a bye this week, and then they would just play their game later in the season during their, their original buys. It actually worked out very well, and they dodged a bullet with that to one. To be a little honest, I'm not thrilled with the idea of having the bye week this week, right? right? COVID definitely hurt in its way because you have Derrick Henry who's out, Juju's out, James Conner, Johnny Smith, uh, A.J. Brown might have been back, Tannehill, Corey Davis, Deontay Johnson. So you have all these guys that might be in your starting lineup and you just don't have them this week. And unlike other seasons where you have those bench players, some of your bench players might be injured, right? Raheem Mostart uh, will be injured. Christian McCaffrey's out. Saquon's obviously out for the year. Chris Carson in a sprained knee. Chris Godwin injured his hamstring. So you're looking at a lot of injuries. And if you have Juju and Godwin or McCaffrey and Connor, you're looking to fill some positions. So that's where we come in, whether to help you with some waiver pickups for this week, and they might even help you with next week. So I'm going to start off at the quarterback position. And one name that immediately comes to my mind is Jared Goff, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams, has a fantastic matchup against the Giants, who's just given up a – their defense has been awful. They got 
annihilated by the banged up 49ers. And I think Goff has a great opportunity here to maybe even get 30 points in the game. And if that's not sweet enough for you, he goes on to play the Washington football team next week. So you might have him for two weeks. So I think Jared Goff is definitely a guy you want to look to pick up. Another quarterback that comes to my mind is Jimmy Garoppolo, plays the Eagles, uh, who's been uh, subpar against quarterbacks. Or Jimmy Garoppolo's injured, so maybe Nick Mullins. Yeah, he's not playing, actually. I believe Nick Mullen is going to start over Jimmy Garoppolo for a second week. But to fill that spot, I also, I like Fitzmagic this week. I would consider putting Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's an extremely risky start. He could get five points or go and go, throw a little magic around and get 45 points. You play Seattle, which I don't actually think that defense is really that bad. But statistically, they've been very, they've been very good for our opposing quarterback. So, you could, you could look at Fitzmagic to fill your starting quarterback spot. Seattle's defense has been giving up 475 passing yards per game, uh, which is atrocious. Actually, they're giving up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are averaging 30 points against that Seattle secondary. There's a uh, – what's that called when you have the, the AA, AA, or double S? You know what word I'm talking about? I have no clue. Like the alliteration. Uh, there I do we go. not know what you're it's talking It's an alliteration. About. Seattle secondary sucks. Oh, that's what you're trying so the, to get uh, at? The alliteration of Seattle secondary sucks is going to be great for Fitzpatrick. You might even see a little Fitzmagic. I'm not, I'm not going to kid around here. Fitzmagic has a fantastic matchup. So I, I definitely love starting uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And one person I would just want to advise you guys to stay away from, I am really advising people to stay away from Nick Foles. I know Nick Foles, fantasy-wise, had a great game in one quarter he played, but he did not play very well. Nick Foles could be the quarterback for the rest of the year, and he could do a very good job. I just don't think the reward is there with the risk implied in this matchup. He plays Indianapolis, so a very good defensive team, and I don't trust Bears quarterbacks, and especially any other players. So I would stay away from Nick Foles going into this week. So let's kick off some running back pickups that you might be able to add to your team this week. Right with Saquon, McCaffrey both out. Uh, Chris Carson went down. Raheem Mostert still out. So you definitely could be looking for a running back. And one that comes to mind, if he's still on waivers, you need to pick him up, is Miles Gaskins, the running back from the Miami Dolphins. He had 22 attempts, uh, which was very high compared to Matt Breida and Jordan Howard. He was also involved in the passing game with five receptions. And against the Seahawks defense, they're pretty good against the run. But I think Miles Gaskin's involvement in the passing game will make him a high for high floor player this week with potential to have a 20-point game pending on a touchdown or maybe a breakout rush. So I, I like Miles Gaskins this week. I like him next week. I believe he plays the Eagles, who also have a crummy defensive line. So I'm all in on Miles Gaskins as well as Daryl Henderson, uh, the running back for the Rams. He has a great matchup against the Giants. Uh, this week, I love all Rams players, including their defense. I'll get some of them in a little bit. So I love Daryl Henderson and Miles Gaskins. And if you could pick them up, I highly recommend that you do so this late in the week. Uh, I agree with Miles Gaskins. And Charlie, I know you can't pick them up in our league because if I recall, I picked them up two weeks ago. I like Miles Gaskins, and I've been high on him for quite some time. Going into this week, I'm going to look at Adrian Peterson. I'm not telling anyone to start him. I'm just looking at him right now. He had 22 rushing attempts last game. Just what? They draft Karrion Johnson two years ago in the second round. Then they draft another running back in the second round. And now they have Adrian Peterson, who they just signed during the offseason. 
and he's their number seems like a number one running back. I'm not saying to start this guy. I'm just saying keep an eye out for Adrian Peterson. Also, if you really need, if you know you're against the best team in the league and you know that you need a miracle to win, I'm gonna tell something. I'm gonna tell you guys to do something that I always advise not to do. I'm gonna tell you guys to look at the Patriots running backs this week. It is ballsy. It is risky, and I would not normally advise this, but. I want you guys to look at Rex Burkett and Sony Michelle. Against the run, the Chiefs have, been, have, have not been very good, and you can look at Michelle and have a big game. If you really need a big game, if you need, if you need a hit or miss, look at Sony Michelle and look at Rex Burkett this week. And this week only. I'm going to say I completely disagree with that statement. I do not think the Patriots run the ball. The Chiefs did a good job containing Ingram. They did a good job uh, containing Dobbins. Lamar barely made a dent in their run defense. I'm staying away from Patriots running backs. Maybe go on on Burkhead just because he's pass catching, but that game's going to be a heavily, uh, pat, a heavy passing game on both sides. I think so. I, I'm staying away from Patriots running backs. And about oh, Gaskins, one thing I want, I actually have Gaskins in the uh, ten person league, and he's starting for me against Seattle. And another running damn back that wow, your your team must be just terrible. If he's starting on your team, yikes! Well, Christian McCaffrey and James Conner both out this week. So I, I got True. some young running But backs there's one thing I want to mention, too. Okay, okay. I want to mention one pass running back that I left out. James White is coming back this week. He's been out the last two weeks from personal matters, a true tragedy, what happened to his family, and he'll be coming back this week. I would look, if, again, if you need a hit or miss, I might look for him to have a breakout game. Um, another running back is Carlos Hyde, right? Even if you're not going to start him, if your opponent has Chris Carson, you might want to pick up Carlos Hyde just so he can't play him. Uh, you don't know how well the Seahawks will perform with their running backs after the way Russ is performing, but it could be risky to go against a guy like Carlos Hyde and better have him on your bench than have him starting. So I mentioned Rams defense earlier, and I'm super high on the Rams defense. And if you're in a waiver league where you have to use money, or an auction-based fab. Uh, fab, exactly, free agent bu- uh, budget. See, a free agent budget, you might want to spend a little more on the Rams than you would for any other defense, right? I might spend 25 If I start with 1000 I might start uh, spend $25 on the Rams for one week, but you're probably going to start them for two weeks because they play the Giants this week, and then they play the football team next week. So I'm in love with the Rams' defense. It's a two-for-one deal. And I think they will get above 10 points in both games just because of the high floor due to the one-man wrecking crew and Aaron Donald racking up sacks, which always Ah. raises the roof on defense. Let's add it to Charlie's column where he's actually right for once. Yes, Charlie is right on this one. Normally, if if you're in a fab league, you don't want to spend that much money weekly on a defense. But Rams defense, I would say it is, is an exception. I would actually spend a little more. If you have $1,000 in your family, I would spend about 30 or 40 bucks. So I would say spend about 3 or 4 or 5% on Rams defense. He will be very, they'll be very valuable this week. And again, for two weeks, like Charlie said. I'd spend 50 for crying out loud. Um, I'd spend 51. How about that? Well, I'd spend 53. So they can't one-up you. They can't two-up you. You're playing chess. All everyone else is playing checkers. So let's get into some of our starts. How about, and how about 53 and one penny? Don't think that's possible, but you could try it. <laughs> so let's get into some of our starts and sits. And I just want to start out in the receiving position. I know, like, we usually do quarterback, running back, but the receiving position is so fan flipping fantastic this week. 
I have two names I will love to start this week. No hesitation on the first one is DK Metcalf. I mean, if you're not starting DK Metcalf, I would love to see your team. Uh, my jaw would probably drop because it'd be one of the most beautiful things I've seen in my life. Because DK Metcalf is a stud. He could have had 26 points if he doesn't lose his mind on that play. And he's playing the Miami Dolphins. May I remind you what Stefan Dix, the number one receiver on the Bills, did against the Miami Dolphins? Eight receptions, 153 yards, and one touchdown. Now, DK Metcalf will be going against the same secondary. Byron Jones is injured, so he should have a good matchup on the outside. DK Metcalf is a player I see getting above 23 points this week. If you disagree with that, Jason, I'm calling you crazy, and you could add that to the daily disagreement because if DK Metcalf doesn't get 23 points, I'll do, I don't know, what, what would be like a fun thing to like do, you know? Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. I'll say sorry. But I think DK Metcalf said I have a great game. How about, no, no, no. One How about I'm starting. How about, you know, I love DK Metcalf this week. I'm going to agree with Charlie. I love him. He has a great matchup against Miami Dolphins. But over under 23 fantasy points, I'll put under on that one. Yo, you know how DK – here, here, ready for this one? You know how DK Metcalf wears the, uh, the pass fire mouth guard? Uh, really? Okay, yeah, sure. Right, so look up, look up DK Metcalf uh, mouth guard. You'll see he wears a pass fire mouth guard. Uh, the one, like, the baby sucks on. DK Metcalf gets under 23 fantasy PPR points. I'll take a picture of myself in a pacifier, and I will post it on Instagram. Hey, what? DK Metcalf will get over 23 Actually, PPR Actually, you will do points. that. You know, I, I just not, want to say this. I will put a pacifier in my mouth, and I'll post it on Instagram. Oh, of course. Oh, duh. oh love this. Actually, I just want to say, show you something. I like DK this week. But DK has not gotten over 20 points one time this year. Okay. Cool. Okay. Tyler Boyd didn't I get over. I can't wait Tyler to Boyd see that over photo. 25 points until last week, and he got 30. I, I, I love DK Metcalf. Um, another receiver I love is Will Fuller of the Houston Texans. He's playing the Minnesota Vikings. They had uh, Tuesday off practice, so they're not completely caught up. And Will Fuller... It was around this time last year, if you recall, when he had that 215-yard game with three touchdowns. That was 45 points, a record-breaking performance. And, you know, that was week five. This is week four. I like Will Ford against this really, really crummy Minnesota secondary that Tannehill has ignited, that Aaron Rodgers obliterated. So I'm all in on Will Fuller and Deshaun Watson this week. Yeah, I'll do it on that one. One receiver that I'm saying is a must-start, and I mean a must-start, is my man Julian Edelman. Do whatever it takes to start him this week. Edelman will be a beast. Start Julian Edelman this week. Why? Why? Because he's going to be a beast? you got to give me more explanation than that. Because he's going to be a beast. It's Edelman. Okay, Edelman... Questionably, or are you? It, it probably is a top five postseason wide receiver. He is clutch. We're in the regular the past, season, though. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Edelman this week too, but you gotta give gotta give the fans more juice. 
It's like, because he's going to be a beast. Give me oh, some stats. Be but fine, fine. You want why? Okay, fine, stat-wise. Seattle, in a throwing game where the Patriots need to keep up with Russell Wilson. He had eight receptions and 179 yards. That's more than he had. That's, that's the most receiving yards he's had in the game, even in the regular season, including all t- 10 years with Tom Brady. Cam Newton will throw to him. He is Jules, he is Julian Edelman, and he is clutch. When they need someone to catch the ball, when they need a, a first down, when it's fourth and five and they decide to go for it, Edelman will get the ball. Edelman will go off this week, and I am starting him. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good. Um, running backs for me, I love James Robinson against the Bengals. I think it is a match made in heaven. Uh, I don't think the Bengals' defense will be able to uh, maintain him in any way, shape, or form. I think he might actually... I mean, my bold prediction of the week, obviously, DK Metcalf. But if you want to go, like, super hot, bold fire, James Robinson will have 100 yards rushing, 100 yards receiving, and a touchdown. There you go. If you thought DK Metcalf was bold, then this is, like, bold times four. So, James Robinson, put him in your lineups. Flex, RB1, RB2. I'm I'm good with him anywhere. My other star was Melvin Gordon, who I mentioned on Wednesday. He had a fantastic night. So if you don't believe me on James Robinson, just look what I said about Melvin Gordon. And I think James Robinson will pan out and will be a better running back on the Jaguars than Leonard Fournette. Who I am right, sitting Going on to Leonard Fournette, he is actually on my watch list. What I want to do, we did this a little bit in the earlier podcast earlier this week, but I want to go over two players that I am finding a way to trade for. Leonard Fournette is one of them. Leonard Fournette, do not give up a lot for him. I think you can get him very cheap. If you're making a trade for Fournette, highlight, he got three points week one, and he got four four points week three. You can get Leonard Fournette for cheap. I like him because he will be the number one receiver in Tampa Bay eventually. It's not, well, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It will happen, not yet, but it's going to take a while, but eventually he will be a beast. In game two, when he got more, when he got, when he started getting the snaps and he got, no. and he got the handoffs, he was a beast in week two. Look for Leonard Fournette later on this season. One other player I'm telling you is, a, is trying to trade for is AJ Green. AJ Green is number one in the NFL in red zone targets. Joe Burrow wants to throw the ball to him. They're not connecting, but the targets are there. Eventually, with the receiver as, as good as A.J. Green, if the targets keep coming, eventually he will produce. Trade for A.J. Green and trade for Leonard Fournette. Hold up. Let's take a few steps back. First off, you said Leonard Fournette will be the best receiver in Tampa Bay. Uh, that's false. I said running back in Tampa no, Bay, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said I disagree with that. Well, okay, well anyway, bad, if so. you're listening and you heard receiver about a minute back, we're correcting him. It's okay. And no, Leonard Fournette will be, not be the best receiver in Tampa Bay. I don't even think he'll be the best running back in Tampa Bay. His game against Carolina was mediocre. You want to parade Leonard Fournette? You went against the worst rushing defense in the NFL. You had one big 50-yard rush. And although that's how players score their fantasy points, I don't see Leonard Fournette doing that every single game. If he had that rush against a good defensive line like the Rams or the Colts or the Steelers, maybe I'd be like, okay, okay. But the Panthers' defensive line, coming from a Panthers fan, is not Strong right now. Okay, and wait, so, so but, but, but so take what, away that rush. Take away that rush, he has 11 points or something? I don't care. Like, no, he's more than... Take, oh, wait, that's a 50-yard rush, you say, for a touchdown? Sure. To take away 11 points, he still has 16.6 fantasy points. He, Give him a yard or something, I don't care. You're on five. One game. What? It's one game. 
Huh? He's he's in he's in one of the most complicated backfield situations, maybe besides Buffalo in the NFL. Bruce Arians will not tell you who's starting. It could be Rojo getting fifty carries a game, or it could be Fournette getting fifty carries a game. And if I'm giving up something for Fournette, right? Like you could give up little. It could also just happen that you give up a, like a few a few more than you, like a little more than you should because Fournette is a name that people know, right? Name value is something in fantasy football you got to look out for. And Fournette was a big name on Jacksonville. He's a big name on Tampa Bay. But he's toxic. He's the Kyrie Irving of the NFL. He was good on the Jags when he just shut up, or when he didn't talk about his teammates in a bad way, didn't complain, and just played the game he loved. But now he's at the point where he's like, oh my God, I never had a good quarterback in my career. Blah, 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 blah. I can give less poops about Leonard Fournette on Tampa Bay. The dude is not worth trading for. Well, everyone watching so this, I, I mean, just want to highlight one thing. I won last year, and Charlie did not win. So if you want to listen to someone, you should listen to me. I won, and I've won every single year in the past three years in the league. So, But in our shared league, I won last year. Yes, because you had Patriots defense who got 30 points a game. Because I was high on past defense when I drafted them. And I'm high on Leonard Fournette. You picked him up literally week three. Did not. Yes, you did. I am not sure. Come on. I picked Patsy you, you every gave year. Me, like, you gave me McCaffrey, Cup, Eckler, and Melvin Gordon for, like, Kelsey, David Johnson, and Amari Cooper. But I won the so, league. I don't know how. Moving on. Um, let's see. Some receivers I will be sitting this week are Darius Slayton and Terry McLaurin. The NFC East is a disgrace to football. Um, it's actually up for debate. Uh, who's more of a disgrace, Adam Gaze or the NFC East? Both. Honestly. It's like a 50-50 split right now. Um, Terry McLaurin against the Ravens. I think Dwayne Haskins will probably start seeing ghosts like Sam Donald did against the Patriots last year. That's defense all the way. Slayton probably won't be getting that much against Jalen Ramsey in a really tough matchup for the Giants. So I'm sitting on both of those big-name receivers in the NFC East. Okay, I'll give you that. So I think it's that time. Let's move through to our two-minute drill. Charlie, you want to take it away? Well, not the two-minute drill. That's the ending segment, right? Yeah. We got to do our sell high by low. We just did that last on Tuesday. Or, or what day was that? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? No, we didn't. Yeah. No, we're, we're on the two-minute drill. Are we? Well, yeah. We went through our start sets. <laughs> I yelled at you. I mean, I clearly won the debate. Like, everyone knows that. And now we're going to the two-minute drill. Okay. Rapid fire here. Drill it is. Once Let's again, if we forget our start sit, spell high. Please tell us in the comments. We'll rat out Jason, and we will give you two sell high by lows next week. Fine. Um, All right, fine. Bye, bye. Buy high. All right. Who am I? Who am I buying? I'm buying. I'm buying low on Kenyon Drake. I buy Kenyon Drake. Uh, buying low on Leonard Fournette. Buying low on Tyler Boyd. There you go. I like Juju buying low, especially this week since he's out. Uh, you might get a little more va- – uh, you might not need to give up a little more as much value as you would if he was playing this week, as well as Joe Mixon. Uh, he's been really quiet, but he's I, – I personally think he's an earthquake or a volcano ready to erupt. Also, Darren Waller, after you got Belichick, could be another player that you want to buy low. And for selling high, I'm selling high on Nick Chubb and Mike Davis. Mike Davis is only in the league for – a Four more weeks or so until McCaffrey comes back. I don't think he's going to have a role when uh, McCaffrey is back. And Chubb, I don't know about him in a PPR league with Hunt. 
there's a lot of fogginess in that backfield. But let's get down to the two minutes. Wait, wait, Charlie, you're only only saying sell high on Mike Davis because you want him from me. I have Mike Davis. Guys, keep Mike Davis. He's a gem. 20 points a week for the next four weeks. Okay, but would you rather have 20 points a week for the next four weeks or 15 points a week for the next 12 weeks? Well, the guy you're giving me isn't giving me 15 points a week for the next 12 weeks, so. Well, I never said I'm making fair trades with you, but if you can make a fair trade out there, <laughs> get Mike Davis and give away Mike Davis for a consistent player for the rest of the year, I recommend doing that. If you're Jason, of course I'm trying to rip you off. So next up will be the two-minute drill. I guarantee you it will take longer than two minutes, so we really got to come up with a new name. We will ask a question about each game on Sunday, and we will give you whether uh, you think it will happen or it will not happen, and then we will write at the end of the week who had more points. So first question, Jason, will Russell Wilson finish as the number one quarterback this week? No. I think he will. No. I think he will. I don't see him going higher. Next question. DeAndre Hopkins over under 18.5 PPR points against the Carolina Panthers. Over. I see under. I see under the Panthers. Secondary has been surprisingly good this year. Dante Jackson has played very well. Jeremy Chin's been been playing really well. So I do not like DeAndre Hopkins over 18.5. Next question. James Robinson over 15 fantasy PPR points this week. Oof. Um... In Cincinnati, I'm going to go over. over. As I mentioned earlier, we'll get a lot more than that. Odell Beckham leads all Browns and Cowboys receivers in fantasy points. Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Alva Kamara has more yards in the entire game than the Lions had in the than the Lions will have in the first half. Oh, no, that's Lions are underratedly good. They're actually a pretty good team in the first half. The Lions are good in the first half. They just can't play fourth (laughs) quarters. Like the Falcons. Shout out to all Falcons fans out there. 28-3. to Yeah, there's just too many uh, blown leads to count at this point. (laughs) More rushing yards. Dalvin Cook or David Johnson? Rushing yards. DJ. I think uh, Dalvin Cook will have more pure rushing yards. Does Mike Evans score more points than Keenan Allen? With Chris, with Godwin gone, yes, Mike Evans does. I think he has a tough matchup where I like Keenan Allen's matchup. Justin Herbert's giving the ball a whole lot. I have Keenan Allen getting more points there. More total yards. Um, Derek Henry or James Conner, and I hate to say it, but we got to cross that one out. We wrote these questions on Tuesday, and the news just broke, so that will be... Void, and that will be the question week seven or eight. Ravens score more points in one quarter than the football team scores the entire game. So any quarter. Yo, no. I'm going to go no as well. Nick Foles over or under 275 yards in total, passing yards and rushing yards. Against... Against mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Total yards, I'm going to say over, but he's still going to get three interceptions. So don't I'm start him under. Rams defense, over or under 12 fantasy points? Oh, I'll be over in that as well. Cam Newton will outscore Patrick Mahomes in fantasy. 
Yes. I'm going to say no. Uh, it'd be a huge risk. Um, I think the rushing ability might give him the opportunity, but I'm going to say no for now. Josh Allen scores twice as many court, uh, touchdowns as the Raiders. No. I'm going to say no. It could be close, but I'm going to say no. The Raiders Last question, bad. Zach Ertz will have more points than George Kittle. I like Zach Ertz a lot. This, I like Marco Ford, but I'm going to stick it out with George Kittle coming back. From I'm going to take Zach Ertz there. Good matchup against a banged-up San Francisco defense. I don't know who else the Eagles will throw it to, so I'm going to take Zach Ertz. And with that, we come to the conclusion of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Good luck this weekend. Hopefully, you can come back with good records, happy vibes, and another subscribe for us. We thank you for listening, and see you later. Falcons 28-3. to